The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and my co-host, certified financial planner, Bubba Labus, with you on Super Talk Radio. So, Bubba, uh, here at the Advisors Roundtable, always uh, we're trying to help people on a day-to-day basis learn some things and maybe get a little personal advice. So let's bring it on home to us. Um, Of all the experiences and encounters you've had in your life, all the teachers and coaches and ministers and professors and family members and wife and children. How many people do you think really had an influence on you in some way? Because uh, I'll pick one I know that is near and dear to your heart, cooking. You know, you learned how mm-hmm. to cook from your grandparents on Saturday yeah. mornings, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. You can probably find yourself dicing things the way your grandmother did. Absolutely, I can. Huh? Yep. yep. So, and I, and I find myself shopping the way my grandfather did. Okay. You know, it, it was it was kind of a two step process. I'd spend mm-hmm. the night with him on uh, Friday night, mm-hmm. Saturday morning we'd get up and go to the grocery store. My granddad and I, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember my granddad uh, having the the teller re ring everything in the buggy, <laughs> right? Because he would he would calculate. His running total as he would go, he would calculate his tax, and he knew exactly to the penny what he owed. Okay. And this poor girl was off, you know, one day. Yeah. He said, no, that's wrong. <laughs> Get it out of the bags, yeah. boy. And, and <laughs> We're going to do it again. Made him do it all over again. And sure enough, she was wrong. <laughs> right? Well, it couldn't have been any more than 10 cents, right? Right, but, right, right. But old Mr. Labus, it was a big yeah. deal, right? But even today, you know, I find mm-hmm. myself keeping a run and tally and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's about what I need to pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, uh, and God yeah. bless her. I, I know my wife has a million things on her mind. Yeah. And so, you know, she probably has never thought of it mm-hmm. this way. But I can go to the grocery store with her. Mm-hmm. And we get up to the cashier, and I know that's probably going to be within a 10 or 15. Right. You know, I don't do the specific thing like your mm-hmm. granddad did, but and I don't necessarily calculate all the tax, but I can come pretty close. Yeah. I can go, that's about 160 bucks. Right. And the girl will ring it up, and it's $167. My wife will look at me and go, I didn't know we spent that much. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so all of us have these people who have influence on us in some way. Some advisor, some family member, some... Yeah. But if you made a list of all of them that had fairly significant influence on your life, I bet... The list is precious few. You could probably boil it down to 10, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody's going to have uh, influences on you, mm-hmm. you know, throughout growing up. And, and some of them may be very minor and insignificant. Sometimes those little minor and insig- insignificant things mm-hmm. at the time, later on, you may say, hey, you know what? You remember that. I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And some of them are probably negative influences. Some. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but from a positive point of mm-hmm. view, there are probably ten or fifteen people in your life yeah. that has had some kind of influence on mm-hmm. you. Let's say that you come to a point in your life where maybe you're not feeling well, and um, you haven't been to the doctor in a while, mm-hmm. and you need to make a decision on uh, going to the doctor and who's going to have an influence on your future health care. Okay, um, I want to spend some time today about how to specifically include people of influence in your life. Okay. To ha- in other words, how do you pick an advisor? Mm-hmm. How do you pick a lawyer? How do you pick a doctor? How, how do you pick the guy to work on your car? Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of us do that by, what, referral? Right. You know, you go to your next door neighbor and say, hey, man, uh, you ever had an issue with your prostate? Mm-hmm. Uh, who'd you use? Right. We do that all the time, yeah. right? Or, you, you know, you go... Find somebody with small hands. <laughs> <laughs> and a deft yeah. touch, right? right. <laughs> or you, you, you go across the street and you, you're talking to the lady over there about cooking. And you ask, well, you know, how do you keep your cakes from falling? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you make sure that they're, they've got good body? And she talks to you about that and the humidity and, and whatever to do beforehand and when to fold the eggs in. Mm-hmm. And, and so they have an influence. And you picked them because you respected them. But in this case, in this example, let's say that you have a health issue. This is a major deal to you. Yep. You've never felt this way before. Okay. So how do you how do you choose a specialist? And the same thing I think is true for how do you choose an advisor? How do you choose yeah. a banker? How, mm-hmm. how do you choose an attorney? You know, she comes in and says she wants to leave you. Who are you going to choose? You know, right. and uh, how are you going to make that decision? Well, as is usually the case with Greg Cooley. Uh, coming up with a list, it usually has alliteration associated with it. In other words, all of these letters that we're going to talk about today, all of these points we're going to talk about, or this one letter, but it's all these points are under one letter, and that is C. Okay. All these starts with C. First one's competence. Mm -hmm. Don't you think you're going to choose somebody, especially if it has something to do with your money or your health or your family or your automobile or your possessions or your future... Don't you think you're going to choose somebody that's competent? Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to walk in and ask Phil here. Uh, mm-hmm. Phil, did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express last mm-hmm. night? And what do you know about net asset mm-hmm. value? Yeah. Huh? So how do you know if somebody is competent? Or you're getting ready to go under the knife and the doctor walks in and says, are you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we'll get through it, though. <laughs> that's a good commercial. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Mm-hmm. And it makes a good point, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Really? Um, so, how do you choose? Do you do it all by referral? You know, do, do you let family members and mm-hmm. friends tell you? Well, maybe. But a lot of it, I hope, is based on competence. Right. So, we're going to start with competence after the break. And then we're going to go through five or six points, and all of them beginning with the letter C, about how to choose the people who have influence on your life here at the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you here on Supertalk Radio. So, Bubba, we're talking about how to choose uh, people of influence in your life. 
advisors, doctors, attorneys, accountants, mechanics. I'm going to start with competence. Uh, pick on one here. How do you know if a doctor is competent? Well, um, I, I think a lot of that comes down to maybe their education. We're going to start with formal education. Formal right? education. You know, yeah. if they've got a lot of things hanging on their wall, mm. saying that they've done certain training, certain education, certain schools, mm -hmm. then you've got a fair degree of, of um, I'm probably going to take one of your words here, mm -hmm. confidence, mm -hmm. that they are competent in what they do. Yeah. So uh, a lot of that you can find yeah. online, right? Right. I mean, you know, if you wake up this morning and you feel like, you know, your heart's not ticking just right. The other day we had uh, Dr. Gilmore in here. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to, you know, you know, I've met him before and he's a nice yeah. guy and my heart doesn't feel right this morning. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to try to go see this Dr. Gilmore. Yeah. Well, you can look him up online, can't you? Mm-hmm. And you can see what his experience is and his competence level related to his formal education. You can ask around town. Right. Hey, Phil, you ever used Dr. Gilmore the last mm -hmm. time you had that little hard episode? How did that work for you? Mm -hmm. You can find that out. Now, before we get really deep into this, I'm going to be suggesting that you put a little effort into this. Right. Because... You know, a lot of times I think that sometimes we, we're kind of flippant mm -hmm. with some of these very important subjects of our lives. You know, who do you choose as an insurance agent? Mm -hmm. Who do you choose as an attorney? Well, I choose the one that lives next door to me. Right. Well, how do you know he or she really knows about divorce law? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, somebody said he was a nice guy. Well, I don't know if. Are all competent people really not? <laughs> no, they're not. You know, and that, that's probably one, one other point that we'll probably bring up later on. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're asking about uh, competence, mm -hmm. right? So uh, in this case, in this example, you're asking for a specialist, yeah. right? Maybe a heart specialist. Mm -hmm. But you've already got a trusted advisor and a, and a primary physician more than likely, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I hope you go to the doctor at least once every five to ten years, yeah. and and you know you know this physician, and you can talk to this physician and mm -hmm. say, hey, look, you know, mm -hmm. more than likely this physician is is the one making the recommendation to you, and to begin with, to say, hey, you you might need to go see a specialist on this. Actually, I think that's the best way for yeah. it to be done. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you're looking for a financial advisor or, uh, or you know, some, somebody to help you with your financial mm -hmm. life. It might be good if that person was referred by your attorney right. or your CPA. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody kind of in that field right. that deals with all of them, that can listen to you, already knows you. Mm -hmm. So the, go back to the point about uh, a specialist. Maybe if you have a general practitioner mm -hmm. or a really good nurse practitioner in your life, you know, you go see them, man, it doesn't feel right this morning. Right. I think I may need a, a specialist. What do you think? The other thing is they'll probably get you in faster than you mm -hmm. get in on your own. That's right. Huh? With a referral. Uh, so competence is very important. I think you can do that online. I think you can do that by talking to other professionals. I think that you can do that by talking to other people who may have used this person in the past. So first C is competence. Second one is convenience. Mm -hmm. How easy are they to get to? Now, I don't necessarily mean that, you know, in the worlds of the pandemics and the COVIDs, you know, right. of our time, that you necessarily have to 
be in the same room with them. But you know, they make it convenient. Do they? Uh, they they make it uh, easy enough to be able to do it on your handheld device or mm-hmm. on your tablet or on your computer or. Um, can you get to them? And, and, and this is also something I think that might be a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, you want to have the convenience, you want to have the access, the ability to get to a professional mm-hmm. in one of those cases. Mm-hmm. Um, you might want to be careful if mm-hmm. it, they're very easy to get to. If they're too easy. If they're too easy to get to, yeah. right? They have nobody in the waiting room. Right. They're, you know, their calendar is completely full. They can mm-hmm. see you at any time. Right. Because what is that going to tell me? Well, it may be an indication of, of their ability or skill set, meaning that not many people use them. Yeah. And they now, may be, and there may be extenuating circumstances. Mm-hmm. They may be, you know, fresh out of school, mm-hmm. building a practice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. there may be reasons for that, and they may mm-hmm. be plenty competent, right? Right. Um, right. But in some cases, you might want to be careful if it's ultra convenient. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, and and maybe one of the indicators there is they've passed the um, the first hurdle, and that mm-hmm. is their competence. Well, maybe their bedside manner is not that great, right? And, you know, and they just run people off. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and I don't want to just pick on doctors yeah. here. That's true for all of us, right? I mean, you, we gotta get along mm-hmm. with people, sure. Um, and so, yeah, you want convenience and accessibility, but you also want to feel like that. You know, they are doing this every day, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if if they're just automatically available. Uh, you you m- may want to feel like that's a red flag. Is this where we throw in another one of those C words, cordial? Yeah, yeah. they, they need to be cordial. Too. Yeah, okay. they because they got to be uh, you know somebody you can get along with. Mm-hmm. Which does bring me to my uh, a C word, cordial and compatible. They need to be compatible with you. And I don't necessarily mm-hmm. mean you know they they have to have gone to the same you know, college you did or cheer for the same team or, you know, they're a Republican or a Democrat just like you. Mm -hmm. Now, now a lot of people make that decision, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, I'm only going to see Republicans. I ain't going to no dang Democrat. Mm -hmm. Well, you may be giving up the opportunity for the most competent person in town to help you if you're that narrow-minded. But Mm -hmm. they do need to be compatible at least on an interpersonal uh, uh, level with you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, how do you know if somebody's compatible with you? Is it the way I, you feel? I, yeah, I don't think you do know until you get to meet them and know them. Yeah, yeah. You got to spend a little time yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that is another thing we as professionals need to understand, and and that is that um, people are they're looking for relationship, mm-hmm. and in order for you to feel compatibility with me. I got to take some time with you. Mm-hmm. We got to get to know each other. Um, and, and and as I said, you don't necessarily have to cheer for the same team or vote for the same people, but you still need to feel like that if I say something to this person, they're going to listen. Right. That's that's one of the first indicators of compatibility. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, you know, when when you date somebody, yeah. when you marry somebody. Uh, got to feel like they listen mm-hmm. and that your opinion counts 
So compatibility is, is, is really an important thing when it comes to, to choosing a, an advisor. Have you ever chosen somebody that you just weren't compatible with? Uh, I'm thinking back. You know, like an attorney or, or a, um, a, a, a mechanic? I'm, I'm sure I have. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm almost certain that I have. I can't, you know, put a finger on who it was. Yeah. Nor do I think I would say that on the, on the air. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, not necessarily identifying who they yeah. were, but I will tell you that in my experience, I had that with um, a doctor for my one of mm-hmm. my children. Yeah. Um, they just didn't seem to yeah. have the, the interest. Right. You know, my myself or my wife would call to mm-hmm. ask a question. It may be three days. Mm-hmm. It may not be at all when they responded. Yeah. You know, and I tried many different ways. I tried calling the office. I tried emailing. Mm-hmm. I tried texting. And it was as if they just really weren't interested. Yeah, They wanted to spend that first 20 minutes with you where they could bill you mm-hmm. and kind of give you their first opinion. But after that first thing and that first diagnosis mm-hmm. and that first prescription didn't really seem to be working, yeah. then I became a squeaky wheel, right. it seemed. No, mm-hmm. I'm the customer here. And the first thing we tried didn't work, and I'm giving you a second chance. Right. I mean, I, I, I didn't feel like I had a bad attitude about it. I was just like, you know, that, that medication didn't work. What's next? And I didn't feel like there was this compatibility uh, where we could really communicate, which is the next one. The next C is the ability to communicate. Mm -hmm. How do you know you're communicating with your wife? Well, I I don't know that I really communicate with her. (laughs) (laughs) Or she communicates with you. Oh, she communicates with me just fine. Oh, does she? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's ask it the other way. How does your wife know she's communicating with you? Well, because I've I've turned the TV off, and I'm usually like stuck right in front of her, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm watching her and listening, and I'm nodding. Oh yeah. And then I have to repeat back what she says. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. That's how she knows that that she's yeah. communicating yeah. with. Tell me yeah. what I just said yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Huh? Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of the way you're doing yeah. your children, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Turn off that device. What did dad just say? Mm-hmm. Repeat it back to me. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you? What right. are you going to do with it? Right. Huh? Mm-hmm. And your wife does the same thing with Absolutely you? Absolutely, she does. Yeah. yeah. I bet And I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, that way you don't yeah. get in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I think a lot of times you, you make a really good point is that in order for us to know somebody's communicating with us, there has to be some follow through. Mm-hmm. You know, Bubba, I said I'd rather have the garbage put over on this side mm-hmm. of the back door. Well, you know, the next time the garbage is not put on that side of yeah. the back door, that indicates what? We didn't communicate very well. That's right. You know, you didn't listen. You didn't care mm-hmm. what she said, whatever the issue was. But you know that you're communicated with and that there, there's compatibility mm-hmm. there if there's decent follow through. Yeah. So if you're, you're talking to somebody and you, you want them as an advisor, possibly, and you're telling them about your family, and they really, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to have registered that you got all this stuff going on, maybe they aren't listening. I, I think, uh, so talking about communication as well, mm-hmm. um, communication is always a two-way street, Yeah. right? Um, and just my experience has been, 
that in order to be an effective communicator, you've got to be an effective listener mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, really, uh, communication yeah. is not all about you having yeah. the floor. Yeah. Huh? We, we've all known those types of people who, uh, who are waiting for you to take a little pause just so that they can start talking again. <laughs> Right. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. She asked him, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking to somebody, are you waiting to talk or are you listening? Right. Huh? Mm-hmm. Communication is listening. Right. Not waiting to talk. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> the break in the action is your opportunity That's right. to talk. Mm-hmm. Which may mean you didn't hear a thing they said mm-hmm. until there was a break in the action. Right. Um, and a good advisor is compatible and communicative Mm -hmm. and will be listening. That's right. Going to take another break here at the Advisors Roundtable. Continue with the C's of how to choose an advisor or somebody of influence in your life. And the next one is compensation. Here on Super Talk Radio at the Advisors Roundtable. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labos, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you. And today we're talking about how to choose people of influence, advisors, um, people who can help you, specialists in your life. Now, some of them, Bubba, we've got to admit that some of the advisors, the people of influence in your life, you chose. You've chosen Mm -hmm. them. You've chosen your doctor, you've chosen your mechanic, you've chosen your attorney, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. your, your accountant. Um, are there some people who are of influence in your life? You didn't choose them. Good Lord sent them along. Yeah. You just met them by happenstance. Mm-hmm. They were your third grade teacher because yeah. that's how your name got pulled out of the hat. Right? Right. Uh, are some, are those some of the greatest blessings in your life? I, I would say so. And, and one of them that pops up in, in my mind right now is uh, uh, an old Boy Scout leader, Randy Jennings. Oh, yeah. You know, God rest his soul, yeah. uh, died a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the kindest individuals I think I've, I've ever known. He was. And would take uh, take time out to, to help anybody. He was. He, he was know? awesome. Yeah. He really was. I saw my wife angry. Oh, she was angry with Randy Jennings mm-hmm. one time. And I, I asked her, I said, why are you so angry with Randy? Well, it, I, let me tell you the whole story. I had just had major surgery. Mm-hmm. They had cut me from stem to stern. Right. And so I had staples and sutures and stitches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was going to take weeks to get over this thing. Right. They'd split me in half, basically. Mm-hmm. And Randy comes by the day after I get home from the yeah. uh, from from the hospital and wants to take me to a ball game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wife's like he's supposed to be in the freaking bed. Right. But you know Randy he had an influence on oh, you yeah. didn't. He did. He could talk you into mm-hmm. just about anything. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's a great example. Randy did have an influence on a lot of people, mm-hmm. and he was a great person. Uh, he never signed up to be the person of influence mm-hmm. in your life. But he became that. He did. Because of who he was and how much he cared for you, how competent, man, he was competent. Right. You want to show somebody, he wanted to show somebody how to latch something. Right. He could tie 15 different kinds of knots. That's right. Yeah. And he would inspire you to learn mm-hmm. how to do that. So those people, sometimes you don't choose them. Sometimes you don't choose the people of influence in your life. They're, you're just fortunate to have them in your life. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes you get a chance 
to choose them. That's right. You get a chance to choose the people who can make a difference or, or help you out. And so with our list of things that you ought to have uh, available to you that you got to have in the back of your mind when you choose an advisor, I'll start with the letter C. Let's review so far. We got competence. We got compatibility. We got communication. We also have convenience. Mm -hmm. All right. So number five on the list of the C's of how you choose an advisor, compensation. Yeah. How do they get paid? Now, how do doctors get paid? Uh, that's a mystery that I don't <laughs> think anybody will ever figure out. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. You know, somebody could write a you know, with, an MBA. The, the billing and the insurance and the reallowance, and this is going to be uh, you know paid for, but this isn't. And, yeah. 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 It, it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And who came yeah. up with some of these terms? Copay and deductible right. and mm -hmm. all of that sort of stuff. It, it is a, a mystery. But by and large... You are an insurance company or an agency mm -hmm. like Medicare, Medicaid, VA, or whatever. Right. They're going to get paid that way. That's right. However, how often do you have a conversation with your doctor on the front end about how much is this going to cost? Very few times do we. Uh, you know, unless it's something that's elective. Okay. You know, that's right. that's going to be uh, where where you come in and say, all right, what, what does this cost? So one of these days when I have my facelift, right. you think I'll yeah. bring it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going under the knife for Dr. Gilmore to cut on my heart, right. I'm probably not going to bring it up. Yeah, you know, for the most part, you don't really care. No. You know, get in there, slice and dice me, and fix me. Fix me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do your work, Mr. Yeah. Mechanic. Um, but so, if you're going in for, you know, your eye, eyelid, mm -hmm. uh, blephoroplasty, I think is what they call mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. your eyelid lift, mm -hmm. you know, you're probably going to ask, yeah. you know, what's this going to cost? Yeah. Yeah, because by and large, if it's elective, mm -hmm. my insurance is probably not going to cover right. anything. Mm -hmm. If if anything, it's going to be very small. So, yeah, I'm going to have to come off the hip mm -hmm. for that. So I probably will ask that. Are there other professions where it's kind of a mystery about how people get paid? I, you know, I, I think to a degree the, the financial advice industry is a little bit of a mystery. Mm. Um, now I, I know that we do a great job with our clients explaining how you get paid in this industry mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know, there, there are really a number of different ways that you can be compensated. That's true. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and with our particular practice, you know, uh, we've got the ability to charge commissions mm -hmm. just like, uh, an old fashioned, know, old fashioned would. broker would. Mm -hmm. Right. And there are certain types of products that only pay a commission. Mm hmm. Um, you know, insurances are, are one of those types of products. Mm -hmm. uh, increasingly, you see that, that many people uh, in this industry are charging a fee okay. uh, for their services. As opposed to just commission on everything. As opposed to commission on everything. Okay. And that fee can be calculated in a number of different ways. It can be based on the, the number or level of assets that you manage. Okay. So if you had a $50,000 account, you know, it might be $500 a year or $125 a quarter. Okay. Right. Um, some, sometimes you can charge based on net worth. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, that's really the important number. That's true. You know, what's, what's going to encourage me to tell you uh, if you come into a sum of money um, to pay, pay off a mortgage or pay off a debt or no, you bring that to me so that I can put it in this investment product and get a commission off of oh, it. Oh, I see. Right? Yeah. It could be self-serving. It could be self-serving. Right. 
Right. So if you're being paid based on my net worth, Mm -hmm. you may give me advice about paying off debt. Right. Especially if it's a high interest debt. That's right. Um, And that would help my net worth number in the long run. Mm -hmm. So both of us are kind of in that together. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I can see where that would be Um, the way to be paid. An hourly fee Mm -hmm. is what you see many times. So, uh, and you see that with attorneys as well, an hourly charge or an Mm -hmm. hourly cost. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, based on the number of hours that you spend working on a particular client or, mm-hmm. or, you know, doing work for them or with them, mm-hmm. uh, then they're going to get billed a certain amount. Okay. Uh, in some cases in our industry, if you qualify, you can pay by performance. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, you've heard of hedge funds, right? right. Hedge funds are, are structured in that manner, um, okay. where you would pay a, a percentage of whatever your gains are. Right. You pay like one or two percent for the guy to be buying and selling right. for you, the internal operating. Mm-hmm. But if he makes you profit, you pay him ten to twenty percent of the profit. That's right. That sort of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So right. a number of different ways that you can uh, monetize or charge in this industry, mm-hmm. but uh, you know those those same ways also uh, reflect in other industries as well. Mm-hmm. You know, attorneys, for instance, mm-hmm. attorneys uh, in many cases will bill hourly. Right. Uh, they could uh, do a flat rate. Mm-hmm. For whatever uh, ails you, I guess, with right. them, right. you know, they could say, all right, well, you need this LLC drawn up and that's going to be mm-hmm. whatever the dollar amount is, or $500. If I, to, if I have to get up in the middle of the night and come get you out of jail, it's right. a thousand bucks, dude. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. CPAs, I think, could do that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, CPAs could, could bill an hourly rate. Mm-hmm. More often than not, you're going to see them bill in a manner that's uh, going to be uh, for services. Mm-hmm. So they've got a, a list of services or schedules, and, and they've got a way to monetize that. Right. But I think it's very important to know how they're compensated. I think it really is. Yeah. And quite actually, if you ask me how I'm compensated, and I'm a little hesitant... Mm-hmm. To tell you, right? What does that tell you? It probably tells you there's something there I don't want you to know, right? Or maybe I don't think you'll understand it, mm-hmm. which is kind of an insult to you, right. also, mm-hmm. right? Uh, however, it, pay compensation should be pretty easy to talk about, right? It's just dollars and cents and numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most people can understand whether it's a value or not. Yeah. Um, and if you choose a plumber, yeah, and they come out and do an emergency job for you on the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, it's better to know ahead of time what that bill's going to be rather than get it, the bill in the in the in the mail later on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But at least you're prepared for it. What 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 does that plumber probably know if it's an emergency thing on the weekend? Well, he knows that you're in a pickle and you got to have something. <laughs> Something done immediately. You're probably going to pay just about, kind of right. like me with the heart surgeon right. thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't even want to talk yeah. about pay right mm-hmm. now. I want to talk about how competent right. you are and how quick we can get this mm-hmm. fixed. Yeah. Right? And, and and that's the way capitalism works right. to a certain extent. And we understand that if we understand it. Mm-hmm. If it's discussed uh, completely beforehand in right. a lot of situations. And I do think compensation is something... You need to go over with somebody, yeah, uh, and fully understand it, fully comply with it, fully make sure they comply with it, um, so that there no questions, and you feel like there's still trustworthiness, right there. So we've talked about 
competence and convenience and compatibility and communication and compensation. We still got two more C's to go. Mm-hmm. We're up against a break here on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Hang in there with us. And we'll come back and talk about how to continue the thought about how do I choose centers of influence in my life. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus with you here today. So, Bubba, we're talking about how to choose centers of influence, advisors, people who are going to make a difference in your life. And we've used the letter C so far to get us to here. And we talked about uh, compatibility and um, uh, compensation and uh, a number of, of, of factors there. Let's talk about another one consistency okay i think uh you know let's say you chose a banker and he or she wants to just rail on as you're filling out the paperwork Mm -hmm. and you're signing your life away here 30-year mortgage and he's telling you you got to make this payment by the first of every month and if it's by the 10th you're gonna have to pay and he gives you all of these reasons you may have to pay that late fee Mm -hmm. right and then you pick up the newspaper and you read in there in those public notices that he has a couple of collections. Mm-hmm. What does that make you feel? Well, it makes you wonder about their competence, number one. Yeah. It may go back to yeah. point number one, yeah. their own competence. Uh, but they need to have some consistency, don't right. they? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a friend of mine who is a doctor and... And he does everything he, he can to try to keep himself in shape. Mm-hmm. And if you're a doctor out there listening to me and you don't keep yourself in shape, I'm sorry I may be stepping on your toes. But quite actually, have you ever wondered why they're not following all your advice, dude? Yeah. Maybe because they're looking at you and when you rail mm-hmm. on the, uh, to them about their cholesterol or their BMI. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you did something, you're putting forth the extra effort, doing the little pushbacks at the table and not eating as much and getting up in the morning and going for the walk and taking your vitamins and staying out of the sun too much and all those things, mm-hmm. maybe there's some consistency there and people want to listen to you. You know, you, if you're a, a minister and you think, you know, nobody's coming to hear me speak, well, maybe start practicing what you preach. Right. Huh? Yeah. Consistency is, a, I think, a big deal, and we may not consciously know that it is, but it is, mm-hmm. because it's one of the little checks we're giving somebody about whether we are going to listen to them or not. Right. So go back to your earlier example there of your grandparents. Your grandmother, when she told you how to slice, dice, and julienne, you listened to her. Why? Well, because I didn't want to cut my fingers off. No. And she showed you that she knew how to do it Mm -hmm. and how to do it where you slid down the outside of the knuckle and you kept the thumbs away and all of that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff and held the knife at a certain angle because she showed competence, but she showed consistency with Mm -hmm. her message. Every time she told you how to do something, did she show you? Um, Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. 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 And when she told you, you know, not to burn this and mm-hmm. make sure you do this with a broiler, you'd seen her do it. Yeah. And the consistency there, what did it do? It's, it sunk in. It made a difference. 
It, it's, it's those are things that you, mm-hmm. you go back to those principles now, don't sure. you? Sure. Uh, so consistency is, is a, a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Have you ever known somebody that gave advice, but they really weren't that consistent with with uh, what they had told? And it makes you wonder: should you be taking their advice or not? Yeah. And the the advice may be perfectly sound. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. And and it may be good advice. Mm-hmm. But then again, you, you've got that little question of doubt in your mind mm-hmm. about, well, I don't know, you know. If it were so important, why aren't you doing it, right. dude? Mm-hmm. Huh? So we've gotten through consistency. The last C, customization. Mm-hmm. What does that big word mean? I think they customize it for you. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to our example earlier of talking about our industry. Um, is everybody's financial plan the same? I would say everybody's financial plan is not the same. Mm. That's a more accurate statement. Mm-hmm. Everybody's financial plan is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, Phil, our executive producer sitting here looking at us, his financial plan's probably different than yours. That's right. If I'm, I'm the advisor for mm-hmm. both of you, mm-hmm. and Phil hears me in the room talking to you about saving for college, and talking about saving for your retirement, and talking about paying off debt, and talking about things you can do in order to make yourself more attractive mm-hmm. at work so you can have a larger income, and saving on your taxes, right. and having a tax plan and whatever. And Phil's sitting in the other room going, you know, he never went over with any, any of that with me. Well, why? Well, it doesn't pertain to him. You know, he's 20 or 30 years mm-hmm. older than you are. Right. He's at a different different point in life than you are. The advice needs to be customized. Right. So do you consciously make an effort to customize advice for everybody? With everybody. Mm. And you have to. If you don't, you're not you're not doing the right thing by the client. Mm. Mm. So you're not trying to put everybody in a certain annuity. No, absolutely not. Huh? Yeah. Be like uh, you know going to a doctor, and mm-hmm. and the doctor for for me, you, and Phil, mm-hmm. we go in there with different ailments, and we get uh, the same prescription. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he he gives us all the psycho medicine. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's at least one of us in this room that doesn't need it. That's huh? right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and maybe you go to see him, and you got an issue with blood sugar. And here he wants to maybe write you a, a prescription f- for an antidepressant. Well, you know, maybe later on that'll mm-hmm. be an issue. But right now, today, we need to be talking about something specifically related to my blood sugar. Right. Um, and, and the same thing is true for, for financial advice. I think it's, it's true for all mm-hmm. forms of medicine. It's also true, you know, when you're talking to an attorney. You go to one attorney, and the, he just got through talking to somebody about a divorce and the one after you is going to be a criminal case. Mm-hmm. But he's talking to you about a land deal. Right. Is it easy to wear these different hats as an advisor? Um, again, it gets down to the, the question of being competent. Mm-hmm. There are a number of different areas where I feel very, very competent. But I think the important thing to realize is where you don't feel competent as an advisor mm-hmm. to be able to realize that and say, look, you know, I'm not an expert in this area and we need to get one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is my last C. Yeah. You've been looking mm-hmm. at my notes and that is confidence. Yeah. 
How confident is this person? Mm-hmm. And not just cocky confident. Right. I know everything there is mm-hmm. to know about the tax code. But self-confident to the point they're like you said you are. You may get to a yeah. point and say, hey, I don't know everything there yeah. is to know mm-hmm. about this. I'm going to refer you to a CPA. Right. I'm going to refer you to an attorney. I mean, we did that a week or two ago. Somebody had yeah. some issues related to Medicaid and how yeah. somebody qualified for a certain kind of benefit related yeah. to VA mm-hmm. or something. Sure. And you knew somebody who does this every day. Right. And we're, we know enough about it to be pretty competent, mm-hmm. but not specialized. Right. So what'd you say? I said, here's, here's the name of an individual I want you to call. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty, uh, pretty good uh, that they're going to be able to steer you in the right direction and give you the best advice available. And if you want me to go with you. I'd be happy to do it. To help you ask questions mm-hmm. you don't even know you're supposed to be asking. Right. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm self-confident enough mm-hmm. to know that sometimes there are people who know more about. Yeah. To know so, what I don't know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And. I think that will also add to a couple of those other C's we talked about there, about compatibility and also about uh, having my best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. That's really what I want a, an advisor to do is to have my ad, best interest at heart, right. whether they're an advisor about my automobile mm-hmm. or about my legal problems or about my health or about my finances. Mm-hmm. So let's review them. We want competence. We want convenience. We want communication. We want compatibility. We want, want to understand convenience, uh, consistency, customization, and confidence, including self-confidence. Right. And a number of them. Uh, actually, seven of those C's related to choosing an advisor. Do you think most of us have any idea there's that much in it? No, or could no, no, be no, absolutely not. That much in the subject of choosing the centers of influence? Of course, not everybody sits around and reads psychology today yeah, like yeah, we do. Yeah, but, that's you know. true. That's true. That's true. But on the other hand, uh, at the Advisors Roundtable, we're trying to make sure that people have every tool they can have in order to make the best decisions. Right. Um, and I think you can now as you choose the centers of in- influence in your life here from the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk. Discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting 
the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planters, LLC. Ignite Planters, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Mm-hmm.